Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having an amazing day. I mean it, just enjoying this very moment right here and right now, baby. And in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we have on Mr. Keith Yaki, who is a serial entrepreneur. He's a real estate professional, and he is the founder and CEO of Married Game, which is helping men all over the world have more sex with their loved ones, with their spouses. And in this episode, we talk all about how to increase the intimacy in your relationship. Whether you're a male or a female, it doesn't matter. These tactics have been proven and tested. And Keith shares his inspiring story with his own wife and his family and how he skyrocketed his intimacy and his connection and how you can too. So, If you get some value, I highly recommend checking out MarriedGame.com and reaching out to Keith directly and seeing if it's a fit to work together. But without further ado, y'all, let's dive into this episode of the Happy SO Podcast. Real quick, guys, I just want to give a huge shout out to this episode's sponsor, Newtopia, who is making the world domination box, which includes nine different proprietary nootropic formulas that are helping optimize your brain cognition and performance, your memory, your verbal recall, and so many other factors. You guys get the hookup for watching and listening to this podcast. All you got to do is just go to newtopia.com forward slash happy hustle. Save yourself some moolah. And best part, comes with a money back guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, send them back. But I'm betting you will. And if you guys make money with your brain, you owe it to yourself to get yourself some of these nootropics. All right, let's dive in back to this episode. All right, Mr. Keith Yaki, welcome to the Happy Hustle Podcast, my brother. I'm super excited to connect. I am pumped to be here. I'm happy, man. This is exciting. Yeah, it is exciting, man. And we're like cut from the same cloth. We were shooting the shooting the shit before, you know, and I just love your energy and what you're up to in the world. And, you know, uh, I'm excited to dive into this topic on, you know, the married game and and hear a little bit more about you and, and your entrepreneurship uh, endeavors and how you, you know, amass, amass this real estate, you know, wealth as well as this wealth in your personal life with your significant other, you know, because what's all that success, you know, about if you're not happy in your home life too, right? And I see that all the time and I'm sure you do as well. So I want to dive into all that, but before we do, what's something interesting, Keith, about yourself that not too many people know? All right. This is going to be funny. Um, My band and I shut down the 101 freeway back in 2000. 10. Whoa. Uh, October 12th through 2010. So just about 11 years ago, almost to the day, one week away. And uh, we had this big 26 foot U-Haul. We sticker wrapped it with, and on the side, it had us with our, you know, the band name Imperial Stars. And it said 1.5 million homeless children in America. What are we doing about it? 
Mm. And when I heard that fact that I realized that these kids run away from home, not because they don't have homes, but it would, they, it would be better on the streets than them staying at home being physically, mentally, and, uh, you know, abused. And verbally yeah. abused. So they would rather run away. Um, so we pulled the truck across. We jumped on top and did a concert. You can look it on YouTube. And we got arrested, went to jail. <laughs> I had guards in jail asking me to sign their Bible because they saw the news. It was crazy. Oh, so my gosh. Not, not many people know about that in my world. So what what instrument do you play? Uh, guitar. I mean, I can play pretty much all the string ones. Uh, guitar, harmonica, bass, ukulele. Damn mandolin yeah this is just for show this guitar behind me i saw (laughs) (laughs) i love creating music man it's so much fun yeah i'm I'm getting better but like i still need help so but that's awesome man great great story thanks for sharing that and yeah it's a devastating fact um so hopefully that's a a yeah, we got to rip a bunch of dough and had a good time and you know, got a record and all that good stuff. Not a not a record, like a record, a jail record, not a, not a vinyl record. <laughs> yeah, I got I got one of them. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're all good. Yeah. So tell us, Keith, give us a little like backstory. Like, how'd you get into, you know, this line of work with the married game and kind of just give us, you know, a little history on on Keith and, and how did it come to be? All right. A, a very quick timeline was simple. I got married at like 18 years old, right out of high school. And uh, that lasted for about 12 years, 10 to 12 years. And I just realized, man, I, I, this was, I made a big mistake. And she, it's not that she was a bad girl. It's just, she wasn't the right girl for me. We had three kids and I kind of was asking myself, man, is this really what I want for the rest of my life? And the answer was no, it wasn't. So I, uh, we divorced. And at that point I just went hog wild. I was living in Vegas, decided, you know what, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to go fuck a couple hundred women and, uh, fill this little insecurity in my heart that I grew up being the chubby kid. And now I'm good looking and I got muscles and I can do what I want and girls like me. So let's go, let's go try and fill that. And, um, it was super empty and super vain. And then I met my wife, the, my mm. current wife now. And uh, we fell in love. And then five years later, she said, nope, I'm out of here. And she basically said, you run your business all day. You come home and talk about your business. And then you fall asleep on the couch. And that's not what we agreed to. I've asked you to change. I've asked you to stop. Apparently, you don't want to. So she left. And when she left, dude, the light bulb went. I mean, it, the light switch just went on. Like, oh, my God. I'm 95% at fault on this one. Mm. And I realized it was me. So I hired like three coaches on how to get her back. And I did get her back about five or six months later. Uh, She'd already moved to a different state, found another guy, was trying to, you know, and we, her her and I had a child at the time named Jovi, still do. And um, I never believed that those three coaches I hired actually went through what I went through. Like, academically, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like psychologically, that makes sense. But I never really believed that these motherfuckers really went through the pain that I went through. So mm. I thought to myself, man, I would love to help guys. Once I figured it out, I'm like, man, this would be a lot of fun. So I had been involved in real estate investing, flipped hundreds and hundreds of properties, owned hundreds of rentals, but real estate was just boring to me. And although I built a cool coaching business, helping people in real estate, I just was fixing their money. It felt like, and yet I have this other skill set that is like every one of my friends, like when we go in public, there's something you're different. It's, it's way more fun with you in public and the women fucking really like you. And, and it's, they look at me and they're like, you're not an Abercrombie and Fitch model. So there's something (laughs) different going on here. And, um, 
So that's that's my wife and I, we've taken up this mantle with Married Game to show husbands how to get their wives to want to have sex with them again. And I just reverse, reverse engineered everything that her and I went through. We created some really interesting frameworks and dude, guys have been getting a lot of, a lot of results from us. That's kind of how we ended up here. And I'll tell you, dude, next step is world dominant because now that I've got this group of 50 or 70 guys that have been through the program and they're getting amazing results, I go, like my buddy Gary J. White says, he goes, dude, you're solving world hunger. You know that, right? <laughs> so that's where, that's, that's where we're going, dude. World domination in helping guys figure this crazy, seemingly calculus problem out. Wow. I mean, inspiring story, man. And, you know, I think a lot of guys can resonate with that. And also, I think the ladies out there can resonate, you know, as well with this, because there comes a point where the intimacy is lacking on both parties, you know, and it's oftentimes very frustrating and painful. And, you know, sometimes it leads to infidelity and affairs and all sorts of um, external variables that come into play, especially when there's kids involved, you know, it's, it's a super intimate and vulnerable topic to, to speak, you know, to someone about, but like someone like you, who's planting their flag and saying, like, I have the answer, you know, here you go. It's beautiful to see. And it's, it's awesome to watch you just step into that full power. And I see you light up about it too. Like, you know, you can make money, but here you are making a difference, you know, and that's, what's really cool. And that's why I wanted to really rock the mic with you because you are a happy hustler. Like you're doing something that not only, you know, brings, income but also impact you know and i'm so happy dude i i <laughs> live in my dream right now bro seriously <laughs> I dude I, I, I wake up going i can't believe i get to do this yeah i get yeah. to do this i'm i got this assignment and sometimes i feel like god knocked on the wrong door i'm like whoa 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 wait a second me and he's like you like mm. all right I'll, I'll, I'll answer that assignment let's go Mm, dude, I feel the same. And, you know, I think it's, it's something that I really want to extract in further detail, like for the happy hustlers out there, tell us like, let's, let's just get to the nitty gritty. Like what's the number one mistake that you see married men or men in a relationship making right now, you know, that causes this intimacy issue. Okay. So um, I say it this way. First, it starts with entitlement. Then it leads to apathy and then apathy erodes the attraction. Mm -hmm. So here's what happens. A guy goes, man, I'm, I protect my family. I provide for my family. I produce for my family. I'm entitled to sex. I'm like, yeah, go walk into a bar and and try those lines out. That's not going to work. Nobody's going to be like, wow, you do that. Oh my God, Casanova. Can't wait to be with you. It doesn't work. And (laughs) yet they expect their wives to be the same way. It's like, dude, no, you're so they get, they get entitled and then they become apathetic. They're no longer dating their wife the way they were. And, and I always, and I'm going to use some analogies because these seem these, yeah. they seem to work where I go. Um, when's the last time you went on a date with your wife? And and if they've been in any sorts of men's program, that you know, sometimes they'll say once a week. But even guys who've been in men's program aren't taking their wives out once a week. And I go, okay, cool. What was it? And they're like, oh, you know, dinner and a movie. I'm like, yeah, fucking yawn, right? <laughs> I go. Now here's how you should date your wife. Remember the hot chick in high school that everybody wanted to bang? I go, okay, remember, let's, let's imagine she's 18 now or, or older than 18. She's still just as hot. And she comes to you and says, 
I would love, I've been thinking about you since high school. I'd love for you to take me on a date tonight. What do you do? Okay. Show up that way for your wife. Mm-hmm. See how she responds. Dude, you're going to make sure you're clean. You're, you know, if you're, you're going to, you're going to smell good. You're going to put a little bit of thought and planning into it. Not like, Hey, I got a date at 5 PM and it's 4 PM, 4 59. I'm like, mm, I should probably put a cleaner shirt. Like, no dude, guys just get entitled. Then they become apathetic. And what happens is this, a lot of guys start trying the logical steps, you know, say yes more, do some more chores around the house, buy her some things. And I go, listen, the reason why logical things don't work is because we're not fighting a logical battle. We're fighting a psychological battle. Hmm. Her brain is her most sexual organ. And dude, you haven't, you haven't mind fucked her in a long time. No wonder she's not interested. So what we say and what we do is, well, you got to become the most attractive version of you. Guys start, they get really lax on what makes them attractive. And they just assume, well, I'm your husband and I make money. So you should be attracted to me. And the answer is, no, she shouldn't. Who says that? So that's what happens. They get apathetic because they feel entitled. And then if they don't get sex, and usually the wooing is this, they plunk down at night if they go to bed and they start groping and reaching around and she's like get off me dude you haven't mm-hmm. made any any intellectual deposits in me whatsoever and now you want to just make these 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 deposits fuck you bro and mm-hmm. can you blame them you can't blame them so what happens is they their attraction starts and and and, and some of the guys might listen to this and ladies if i get a lot of dms from ladies saying keep preaching keith you're right i, hope, <laughs> I, I wish my husband would take your program but here's how you'll know, other than the fact that she's not initiating, other than the fact that she's probably just laying there and like letting you do her so she can check it off her to-do list. These are the types of words she'll say. She'll be like, I, I love you, but I'm not like, I'm not like in love with you like I was in the beginning. Hmm. These are these are triggers for you to be like, dude, I'm dropping the ball. I'm dropping the ball. My attraction level has is massively dropped. They've met their attraction level has massively dropped. Mm. So that's number one. I got another point unless you want to ask me another question. Cause I got another point. No, hit another. it, man. Go for it. All right. Second thing. Most women feel like walking vaginas. Mm-hmm. And that's what my wife would tell me. She goes, dude, I'm not just a walking vagina. I have a brain. I am funny. I'm these things. She goes, I feel like that's all you want from me is just, is just pussy. Like you just want me to have sex with you, but you don't invest any other time with me. And I I go, okay, well that would seem frustrating. So then I, I came up with another analogy for us as guys so that we would understand what's happening. Imagine your girl walks up to you every day and says, Hey, can I have some money? And then you're like, oh, okay, here's a hundred bucks or whatever it is. <laughs> and then you're like, so how was your day? She's like, yeah, I don't have time right now. And then she goes, and then the next day you're like, oh, I can't wait to talk with her. And she goes, she goes, hey, can I have some money? You would eventually feel like you're just a walking wallet. Yeah. And that's exactly how they feel when all we do is we age. Like every wife has said this, like, yeah, I want a massage, but does that mean we're having sex? Because I'd rather not have the massage. And so that's what guys do. Like guys are just woefully inadequate when it comes to causing a track in their wives. And it's because they feel entitled, they've grown apathetic. And the woman's just like, dude, I wish I could fuck that guy on Grace Anatomy right now. (laughs) They're there. There's an inner, I call it the inner slut. I actually don't even like that term because I think slut is it's got a bad name, but negative connotation. There's an inner there's an inner nympho waiting to come out. 
So that's, th- those are my contentions, man. That's, those are some of the, 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 the broad spectrum of what we talk about and what we do uh, it, within married game. And it's why I'm so passionate about it. Yeah, man. It, so you have first and foremost, the entitlement, you know, which I think a lot of happy hustlers out there, even in business too, I feel like it can translate. Like there's like, Oh, but I, I put in a thousand hours for my course launch. Why is no one buying? You know, it's like this entitlement mentality. No one owes you shit in life. And, and like, there's a lot of, for lack of a better term, real softies out there, you know, who are super sensitive and they try a couple DMs or outreach with prospecting and then they're not getting the results and then they just fucking quit. And it's, and it is, it's, it's, it's a shame because that's like this mentality. It seems of like a younger generation, you know, a lot of my generation, but even younger now, especially like everyone gets a trophy generation. Yeah. And that's what I think translating too with their, with the relationships, you know, where it, this entitlement, but I put forth the effort. I took you on the date night. I, you know, I, you know, I, I did the, the laundry and the dishes and I did the chores, baby, you know, and, you know, and I, this resonates for me too. Um, you know, because when I was with my fiance, Steph, before, you know, I asked her to marry me, we always said, you have to fuck each other's mind before, you know, you go any deeper. And it's like that I even am guilty of, of losing that. Like, cause that is, um, something such a great takeaway that even that you even sparked that again in me is really making sure that that that's like the love muscle for the ladies, you know, it's like the brain. And I'm curious, what are some of those like tips or tactics that you use to start to make love to that, that female brain or, or that you instruct your clients on doing so? Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things you said, I want to make mention of, and then yep. I want to, uh, I want to elaborate on it. So first and foremost, a lot of guys get into this, uh, you know, tricks for treats type mentality. Like I did the dishes. I, where's my gold star? Did I get a gold star? Yeah. And what that does, the reason why it doesn't work, because a lot of guys try it, it slips you what we call in mom matrix. The mom matrix is, Oh, did, did Johnny do his chores? Oh, <laughs> you want sex now? That's so cute. But dude, listen, bottom line is, you know, Moms aren't attracted to their kids. And so, you know, if you, dude, you leave crumbs on the fucking counter. Like my wife used to know anywhere I'd go. She's like, you, dude, you're like the Tasmanian devil. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I can tell what you ate. You ate a chocolate bar and a fucking protein. Drink, didn't you? I go, How'd you know? She's like, well, cause a part of the wrapper is here. And then you spilled a bill of here. I'm like, ah, fuck. You know what I mean? And then, and what happens? So she's just cleaning up around me. Not very attractive. Okay. So how do we fuck her brain? Here's how we fuck her brain. Um, you take interest in things she's interested in. So what I found is I'd come home and I would just spew all over my wife about things that are happening with me. And then as soon as she would start talking about me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's great. What do you went to dinner? And she'd be like, oh, okay. So I listened to you for 20 minutes and now I got 20 seconds. That's a big fuck you to you, buddy. Mm-hmm. And it's real clear why. It, dude, if we treated... Our, if we treat our best friends the way a lot of guys treat their wives, our best friends would be like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta let you know. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this anymore. Mm. So I say it's be interested. I take a lot of interest in my wife. Not only do I take a lot of interest in my wife, but I support the things that she likes. Let me give you a really good example. 
So my wife loves singing karaoke. She loves dancing with her, um, her, her mom and her brother. They live about an hour away in a small town called Temecula. They, there's a place that they go to sing karaoke. Her dad plays in the band there. And she likes to get a little wild and crazy with her family. For me, I'm not that interested in that. Like every once in a while? Yeah. Yes. But I would rather just, you know, if that's on a Friday night, I'd rather take my daughter and then my wife can go away for the night, kind of let her hair down, just have a good time. And it also creates a gap for her to miss me. Most couples don't create. I call it the Disney moment. The Disney moment is boy meets girl. They fall in love. They get separated. Then they work like crazy to finally get back to each other and tell the tale of all they did to be together. Well, we create a Disney moment. We try and create a Disney moment once a week where she can go away. I can be with my daughter and I can do one-on-one time daddy-daughter dates. And then we can be like, oh, I miss you. I miss you too. Come home. So that's, that's, that's an example of what I'm talking about. The third thing, and I got to quote the American poet, Cindy Lauper for this one. And she says, girls just want to on. And if I was to boil Mary game down to one punchline, it's this guys who are creating the most fun for their girls are getting laid the most hands down. Mm. And so I find out, well, what's fun for my wife? My wife likes concerts, man. I ended up at a Alanis Morissette concert like that. She's my favorite. (laughs) Okay. So, so I would never go to that (laughs) ever, but she loved the shit out of it. So what I do, I got some THC gummies. I got in the zone and I said, we're going to the lands more set concert. Let's go. Let's go have some fun. It's fun. Awesome. Guys forget to have fun. And so women who love to have fun are like, my guy's boring, dude. He doesn't, he doesn't have any plan, no thoughts. Like plan out one date of something that you think would be entirely fun for her and watch her brain just go. It's true. Yeah. No, that is true, man. And first of all, um, the question that comes to mind for me is like, well, how the hell do you know what's fun for them? You know, uh, for me, like, I, I feel like I suggest a ton of things that are fun, but my fun is different than her fun. So what Keith is saying and all the happy hustlers take note as I am, you know, in real time, you have to figure out what fun is for them, you know, because that's the kicker. Like Alanis Morissette, not so much for Keith. Personally, Keith, I think it's ironic, uh, pun intended. <laughs> and I love me some Alanis. You know, she's been a jagged little pill was my my go-to. And that's a that's a dirty little secret about yours truly. <laughs> but I will say it's not maybe fun for everyone. So you got to figure out what is fun for them. And that's how you can really, you know, start to liven it up again. Um, just a great point. And it's so simple, you know, have more fun with them. Right. Well, here's how you figure it out. Ask. You ask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if like you and I, we could hang out for an hour and I'd be like, I know what interests you. I know what you like. I know what like gets you excited. How do we not know that about the women we've been married to for years or engaged to or dating for years? We know, but mm-hmm. if you have to just ask and say, you know, if you could, and I, I, I actually learned this from our buddy, Matt Gallant. This would be funny. Yes. I learned this statement. I say it all the time. All right. If you could step back and hit the God button and everything turned out exactly the way you wanted, what would it look like? Mm. So I asked my wife, if you could sit back, if you could, you know, take a step back and hit the God button and your life look exactly what, what would you do? Where would you go? What would you say? What, you know, all, I know everything about her. She's my very best friend. Like 
my very, I know everything about her. I know her tendencies. I know the way she thinks. Why? Because I'm interested in her and people can tell when you're interested in them. Yeah. So true, man. And, and one thing, you know, I'll just kind of pull back the curtain here. I think investing in your relationship is also just a crucial piece to the puzzle. You know, just um, example in my own life, like Steph and I, we invested in the Gottmans. I don't know if you know them, like they have this like exclusive retreat couples workshop, you know, it's like, but you know, especially us entrepreneurs and happy hustlers, we'll invest hundred G's in a personal development, but that, Oh, five K for a couple seminar. No, Crazy. can't do it. You know? And so I think that's a key part for me was like, start investing in your relationship with people like Keith, you know, and like people like who have the relationship you desire, you know, and that's another important fact. Don't take advice from people who you wouldn't want to trade places with. That's like my go-to rule uh, when I come to investing in things. And I think it's same goes with relationships or business or any of it. Now I'm, I'm curious for you, you know, I know where you are now, like with your, with your relationship and with your, with your business, I'm a little bit um, more, not necessarily clear. Like I know your relationships also, and I want to hear kind of what your business like looks like for the married game, what like the, the structure looks like and, and how maybe people out there like the happy hustlers, if it is something they're interested, maybe how they can get involved and, and start working with you. Awesome. Um, you always make good points. This whole conversation, you make good points. I want to just say one thing about the point you made. Okay. Um, uh, of course, invest whatever you're invested in, you're more, you're, you're clued into, right? Whatever you pay for, you pay attention to. I can say this. I teach that principle about investing in your spouse a lot. And so let me give you one example that isn't as extreme five or 10 or a hundred thousand dollars. My wife loves singing karaoke. We love having parties at our house. My best friend loves singing karaoke and he likes partying at my house. So what I did was I went down to guitar center and I bought a $400 PA system, the speakers, the mixing board. I've got the microphones, everything. And I said, we're doing karaoke here. So we literally have the PA system set up in our house. So when we party, we know there's a time where it becomes karaoke hour. And <laughs> yeah. Wade, Jesse, Garrett, they all are just, to- they love the mic, man. And they love singing the songs. And I'm sure. So it's like that it's as simple as investing in that and saying, you know what? I know you love this. So I'm going to get this for you. So that's, that's a good example of the point you're talking about, like investing in something and you see, send me that link for all that gear. When you're done, I'm going to buy that (laughs) for sure, bro. It's, it's dude, it's, it's, it's a, it's a go-to it's a must. No. Okay. It's already done. (laughs) What does the business look like? The business looks like this, you know, a lot of guys need to reset their foundation. And so they come in, it's a day program that they work me. And we, we have modules that tell them what to start doing, stop doing. We have an assessment that they can literally, I, we can actually release the assessment to your people if they want to, if yeah. they want it, it's totally free. Um, it's just marriedgame.com forward slash assessment. And they can go and find out how attractive they really are to their spouse most guys are very shocked at how low they score. Mm-hmm. Um, even the guys are coming like, dude, I got a good marriage, but I want a great marriage. I'm like, okay, we can help you. And then they take the assessment. They're like I got a 75 out of 150. Like, all right, you pretty much are fucking failing. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we got, we got a lot of work to do here. Right. So 
Um, we work, we go through the modules, what to start doing, what to stop doing, the assessment. We talk about the elements of attraction and what really causes women to be attracted. This is why even single guys who go through it are like so blown away. They're like, I don't have a wife, but I don't want to lose the wife I do get. And, or I want a higher quality woman to be attracted to me. So therefore I know I need to be a higher quality, attractive man. So we walk through that and we talk about all the 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 four quadrants and in four i call them dials because i like rock and roll and i grew up playing in a band and so i look at everything as dials right so we have a partnering dial which means your wife doesn't feel like she's alone she actually mm-hmm. feels like she has a partner in the relationship it's why i do the things i do for her because she's my partner the yeah. second one is parenting dial having a kid is probably the least romantic thing that's ever happened to a relationship and um so but my wife felt like a single mom. She's like, I feel like a single mom, man. Like, I, I don't like this. And I'm like, wow, that's on me. So the parenting dial has to be up. The producer dial has to be up. Like having means to provide in, it for your family. But usually what I mean producer, I'm talking about somebody who's ambitious to go for more in life. That's mm. super fucking attractive, man. Yeah. And then the last one, this is the one that every guy fucks up. And it's the player dial. It's turning that player. Like, that's why I called it married game. The reason I called it married game is I was surfing with my buddy Garrett and he's like, dude, you need to teach married guys how to have game. And I'm like, ah, that's a good point. He goes, you should go get marriedgame.com. And we bought it like eight months before we even started the business. I just said, you know what? Maybe I'll use it. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Well, once you turn all these <laughs> dials up and that player dial means, Hey, I'm going to take in a date. I'm going to smell good when I do it. And I'm going to basically, <laughs> if your wife thinks like if, if somebody asks your wife, Hey, do you think your husband is cheating on you? And they go, Right. Who's going to fucking, who's going to get with that guy? You got a problem. I mean, your player <laughs> yeah. dial is majorly low. Yeah. So the player dial is that dating practices and, and showing up as the best version of you and, and not just walking around in, you know, Cheeto stained, you know, t-shirts all day. Right. Once you get those four dials up, that's what we call it, That equals the provocateur. Mm. The man who provokes his wife to say, I don't, I want to be with you, man. Like I'm, I'm tingling down there again for you. So we walk them through the modules. We have group calls. We have Voxer access to me for about your specific. I always do a one-on-one call at the very beginning after they've been the modules and dial in deep. What is the custom game plan for you to get her to want you again? And then we have a, a cool private community of other guys going through it, which kind of to your point, Um, The reason why I do so much of it group is because most guys don't have anybody to talk to. Everybody's trying to posture like I'm the man, dude. And, you know, I probably could have been a rapper or an NFL star. It's like, no, you probably couldn't. (laughs) um, You know what I mean? If dude, if I, if I wasn't with her, you know, if I was single, what would I do with that? You wouldn't even get close to that. You're not even, nobody's fucking looking at you, bro. Stop. (laughs) Yeah. But most guys can't talk about that with other guys because they're posturing. But once you come into this group, you realize, you know what? We're all fucking going through this together. And yeah. um, hey, man, I haven't been laid in three weeks or three months or whatever it is. And I don't know what the issue is. Okay, well, let's let's work on that. And this is a safe environment. That's beautiful, man. And you know what I what I say to all the happy hustlers, if you want true change, you need accountability, you need expert mentorship, and you need a community. Like th- that's the recipe for change. Amen. And you have all three of those elements, you know, inside your program. So I just I recommend all the happy hustlers who maybe this resonates, go to marriedgame.com. You, you know, 
backslash assessment, take the damn assessment, yeah. figure out, you know, where you're at. Cause what you measure, you can manage, right? You got to know you're 75 out of 150 in order to change. Right. And that's how, you know, I have a quiz with the happy hustlers, you know, they know, but like you have to measure yourself in each of those 10 alignments in order to know where you want to go. And you have to really realize what success looks like for you as well in that realm of your relationship. Like, how often are you having sex? Like, you know, what, what does date night look like? Like you can't, you can't just say, you know, you want X like, and hope to get there. It has to be very clear. And then you have to reverse engineer the process, which sounds like you guys do a great job at. So I, I really, you know, I'm excited. I'm going to take the assessment. I'm curious, you know, uh, where I stand. And, uh, you know, I do want to ask you some of the, um, more traditional happy hustle questions. Cause I got on a little tangent here cause I, I'm excited about it, but you know, I do like to ask all my guests, you know, what was your first hustle? You know, like the first thing you did for money. Okay. I want to answer that, but can I go back to one thing you said? I know I keep For saying this. Sure. You keep saying such good stuff. So, and I know we're we're we got you know only a certain amount of time, but here's the thing. Every week we have a you have a score on how you did in so there's always a metric that you're measuring yourself against. And and so I I that's where the accountability comes in. We return and we report, hey, this is what worked, was what didn't, et cetera. So I think that's so powerful. Secondly, yes. after they do the assessment, and there's a really cool video there to show them how to obtain this, uh, they have an opportunity to book a call with me and I'll talk to them about their situation. So if any of the happy hustlers want to chat with me about it, happy to do that as well. Awesome. All right. First hustle, uh, baseball cards. Nice. Yep. I wor- I went down and worked at KKRC. Ken was the owner. And uh, there was another baseball card shop. I knew all of them. There was LJB, there was KKRC, and then there was another one. And uh, one, I started handing out flyers for them. I got bit in the ass by a German shepherd because I was going door to door. I got <laughs> bit in the ass by a German shepherd. And um, so that was my first hustle, man. That's hilarious, dude. I, I have a bunch of baseball cards still that I'm wondering are potentially worth thousands, but seems like everyone's back on the card craze. Anyway, let's talk about health because I know in order to be attractive to your significant other, you need to take care of yourself. And in order to be a happy hustler in business, you got to you got to be sharp, yeah. um, both mentally and physically. So let's let's talk about maybe a happy hustle hack. This is you know something that I deem like as a tip, a tool, a tactic in regards to health that you do that that you could you know share with the happy hustlers. I think the thing that makes me overall healthy mentally and physically is joy. And you go, what the hell does that mean? I do things that bring me a lot of joy. So I surf every day. Uh, that brings me a lot of joy. I like lifting weights and I like, I like that. That also brings me joy. Um, so I just have a daily practice of making sure I get those things in very, very regularly to keep my mind. Um, dude, I don't, I don't, I just want to enjoy life, man. Like I could probably be way richer, but for me, I've always thought that, well, hold on a second. There's some good surf trips I want to take this year. And I want to, I want to hang around on a Tuesday sometimes and just literally watch Ted Lasso with my wife and have nothing yeah. to do. So I think one of the things I do is I just try, I hate the word balance. Cause I don't know what it really fucking means, but I try and just go like, what would bring me a lot of joy and how can I do that? And I, 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 Interestingly enough, my two daughters are named Julia Joy and Jovi Joy. Nice. My dog is named um, Valentine Joy. 
My best friend, his name is Garrett J. White, but I renamed him Garrett Joy White and he loves it. And then my wife, we joke around with her. I call her Jesse Joy. So like joy is a huge component of my life. And I think that 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 has written, there's no more joy than struggling to obtain something. And so that's why I think lifting weights, going on a run, going on a walk, going surfing, conquering something that's a little difficult will bring you more joy and satisfaction than I think anything. Yeah, man. Amen to that. I love joy. I love uh, happiness, you know, and for me, I know you don't like the word balance, but I truly believe that happiness equals balance and vice no, versa. No, I like the word balance. I just don't know. I don't know <laughs> what, what it is, is for everybody else. Yeah. Well, here's, here's what I like to deem balance. It's not a finite destination. It never will be but it is a never ending journey. It requires constant pivots, tweaks, adjustments, you know, dials and yeah. assessments and and you need to iterate and evolve. And that's how you constantly are seeking balance and mm-hmm. joy, right? So balance is a balancing act is what you're saying. Right you are, my good sir. Right you are. Like so that. let's talk about money since you you brought it up and I like to, you know, hear a happy hustle hack in regards to money. Something that you do maybe to spend or save or invest wisely that you can share with the happy hustlers. I have a phrase that uh, my close friends know and I call it return on joy. Interestingly enough. And so when I'm looking at buying something, I'm like, well, what's the, what kind of joy is this thing going to give me? So I had a friend of mine, he's building a house. Uh, he makes a lot of money and he's like, oh man, we were at this budget, but it looks like it's getting pushed up by 300,000. And I go, okay, cool. Um, he goes, I don't know what to do. And I said, well, let me ask you the question. Are those upgrades going to bring you a shit ton of joy in the, in the rest of your life? And he goes, oh my God, absolutely. I go, well, then dude, you already know your answer. So I call it return on joy. But anytime I'm investing in something, like it's why I fly first class. It's just a more joyful experience. Like I, I, <laughs> like, I just want to feel. So I've actually looked at that as, well, what's the joy that I'm going to invest my money in. What's the joy? It's why I have a nice car. It's why I have a nice house. Because I go, the joy that's going to give me and give me the opportunity to create joy for others, it's unmatched. And so I, that's how I that's how I look at a lot of things monetarily, interestingly enough. Mm. That's a really good question too, by the way. I like Return that. on joy, man. That's beautiful. I, I mean, and I think it's a, just a great point. And, you know, one in which, like, I think a lot of successful people, they truly... Um, understand it maybe too late in life that like all the materialistic BS doesn't bring joy oftentimes. Some of it does, but you know, what you find is like people like Keith who are bringing impact and changing people's lives. That brings probably more joy than hopping in your, your, you know, whatever you're driving. I don't know. What are you driving? Actually? I'm curious. (laughs) Uh, We have a matching set of, I got the all black Nice range over. She has the white nice, nice. range. Okay. Okay. Right on. So I know you get joy from that, but I know you get probably just as much joy from helping others, you know, like with yeah. your with your business. And that's the beautiful thing about money is like the money is just a, a transaction of that value that's being delivered. So exactly. I love that you're you're about that, man. So so let's talk about spirituality too. I love to hear a happy hustle act in regards to spirituality, you know, maybe something you do to, you know connect with the higher power. Like, I don't know what God you believe in or another. Um, it's not important to me. What is important is that you have faith in something bigger than yourself. So I'm curious what you do in regards to spirituality. I'll tell you, I have a very specific practice. It's called the gummy tent. 
Now, that's a playoff of my buddy Garrett's General's Tent. And uh, every Sunday, I take 30 milligrams of THC sativa gummies uh, at five o'clock. Six o'clock, I go into my gummy tent, which is where we're at right now. And what does that mean? I turn all the lights off. I, I'll show you. Just this is this is the thing that changed my life 24 months ago, and I haven't missed a Sunday night yet. I light a candle. I got my I got my torch here. I light the candle. Turn all the lights off. Make sure everything's closed, quiet. I never miss this meeting. Nobody's allowed to ever interrupt me in this meeting. It's you don't fuck with me. I'm here. I'm talking to my creator. It used to be called the creator to creation connection moment. That's why I loved how you said, how do you connect? Because it's my favorite. And I just sit there. I pull out a white, uh, my whiteboard and my dry erase marker. I close everything down. I play one song hours and six minutes called ethereal music on i play the same song every time and i say speak lord for your servant is listening Mm. three hours uninterrupted and i get all these downloads they've changed my entire life now i grew up in christianity i i i think that if that's right it's the coolest story ever told god becomes a man to save us i think that's cool do I believe it hundred percent? I don't know how I, I don't know how I can, maybe I do, maybe I don't. <laughs> I like that story the best. Um, but all I care about is connecting with my creator. And I, and I, I said, I'm going to go and put my fingers through the beard. My, my you know, I'm going to go run my fingers through God's beard tonight. I'll see you later. Mm. And my wife who doesn't even believe in a creator at all. She's like, dude, it makes you a better human being. I'm so proud of you for, it. I love you. And I never miss it. Wow, dude, I love that. I mean, I pray every day, you know, and I and I have meditation time and I do all that, but three hours dedicated. And I have the same song that I play every day too. So I love that we got that in common. But yeah, yeah but that's that's next level. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to start implementing practice like that. So awesome, man. It's changed my entire I'm a different human being from two years ago because of it. That wow one practice. That's why I smiled really big when you talked about it. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I get to talk about my gummy tent. It's like my favorite thing ever. And I all my clients, I talk about I don't care if they believe in weed, not weed. I don't get, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Telling for me, the reason why I'm so fucking rad is because I talked to my creator three hours and I don't, I don't talk, I don't do it any other. That's my time. That's my meeting. That's what I do. Mm, Love it, man. Dude, this has been an awesome interview. I want to just run through the rapid fire round and then we're going to wrap this bad boy up. This is basically where I just ask you random questions. You answer honestly, first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. Favorite food. Hit it. Uh, Indian food, chicken, makanwala, seven spice, basmati rice on the side, very plain, soft <laughs> non bread with tamarind sauce on the side. Boom. Favorite movie? Gladiator. Favorite book? Oh, son of a bitch. I could tell you, and I don't know why it's coming off the top of my head, but I, I, I'll come back to I do have one. Okay. What's your spirit animal? Grizzly bear. I got it tattooed on my arm right here. Oh, I've dude, had gray, I've had gray hair. I've had gray hair since I was like 28. So grizzly bear. <laughs> nice. Best business advice. Create so much damn you that people would feel stupid not partaking of your offer, mm. which that brings me back to my favorite book would be a hundred million dollar offers by Alex Harmozy. Oh, nice. I know Alex loosely, but that's, that's right on. I got to read that book. It'll, um, it'll change the way you look at business forever. Really? All right. It's, it's, it's the best business book ever written. And there's not even a close second. And I've read really? it. It's in my opinion. I read it six times in the first six days. Uh, I bought it and it just 
blew my mind and gave me a whole different view of how I look at business and life. Wow. All right. That's good. I, I, I like now I, hearing I know those I kind of book flair. presentations. I know I have a little bit of flair for the dramatic, but I'm telling you, it really is my favorite. <laughs> nice. Okay. Awesome. Three things you're most grateful for. My wife, my daughter, and my health. Awesome. And if you I had a billboard. My... Oh, go ahead. No, I just, I, that's the answer. Well, okay. Um, if you wanted to elaborate, I was going to give you a uh, a pass no, on the is, rapid part of the fire. Yeah, no, I can't, I, have, I can't break your rules. It's your show, man. But no, that's it. That's it. Awesome. And if you had a billboard for the world to see last piece of content, what's the billboard reading? It would be something to the effect of other people's opinions. You'll uh, I hope Something to the effect of I hope you wake up and realize that other people's opinions of you actually don't fucking matter. Your mm. opinion of yourself matters way more. Mm. Dude, love that. That was awesome. You crushed that rapid fire round, Keith. Keith, give us some links. Where can people go? Look at those guns. Guys married, gotta watch the video. Marriedgame.com if you want to watch the video. Mar the married game forward slash assessment if they want to take the assessment and then it will forward them to the video. Either way, marriedgame.com. Awesome, man. Any final words before I ask you the last question? I just I I, I would hope if for people to realize that their creator has made them so unique because he has a task for them. And when they finally accept that task and realize I got made fun of for so many of the things that I do now that people go, you're so good at that. You're such a, that's your superpower. Interestingly enough, I got made fun of it a lot growing up. And I hope that people could understand that a lot of things that people make fun of because it's unique is actually why they're uniquely gifted. Mm, love that, man. Keith, I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you, brother. I appreciate you sharing your love, your light, your wisdom, your smiles, your, your humor, your stories, your vulnerability. This has been an awesome interview, man. Um, so thank you. And thank final you, question. Man. Final question is just what does happy hustling mean to you? Happy hustling means that you're about work that really changes you up. You're happy to be hustling because I work now harder than I ever have, even though I'm in a greater financial situation I've ever been in. And I'm just so goddamn happy doing it, man. Woof. Amen. Mic drop. Keith Yaki, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening. We're out. Peace and love. Thanks so much, guys, for watching and listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. It truly means the world to me. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend, someone else who could use this message of confidence and clarity and trusting your intuition and getting more of what you want and less of what you don't. And again, a big shout out to this episode's sponsor, Newtopia, who is making the best nootropics in the game. You can go to newtopia.com forward slash happy hustle to get the hookup. I love you. I'm out. And real quick, I do want to thank this episode's sponsor, Therasage, who is making the best portable and affordable full spectrum infrared red light sauna on the market. I mean, mine is sitting right over here in my office, and I use this thing regularly to detoxify my body, to increase the blood flow circulation, to decrease the inflammation, and ultimately burn calories and just 
make me feel better. And what's really cool is they're a family-owned company. They stand behind their products and they really they really do make a difference. Like you can feel the difference of their products. So if you guys want the hookup, you can go to therasage.com and then use code HAPPY to save 10% on everything store-wide. That includes the saunas, they have water pitchers, they have EMF blocking devices, they have TheraAid creams, so much great stuff. Their products are top-notch and I, I really do stand behind them as much as they do because I believe in what they're doing. So thank you, Therasage, and you guys get the hookup. Use code HAPPY, that's T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com and plug in that code, save yourself some moolah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.